here with some songs. Been, been to work, come home, go to sleep, go to work. Yeah. I know yours has been. 
India. I know you got to see your aunt and her family Friday night. Yep. Had to. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I also had. I had a longer week than Sean. I had to work on Saturday. Yay! Keep thinking about the paycheck. Uh, yes, things are work are busy. Other than that, I've had a decent week. Nothing crazy. I was a little sore all week, but I think that's just from being tired. I don't know. No reason for it. Just old age, I guess. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, last week's episode. I don't know if you guys saw. We did, uh. 168 views, four listens, which is like iTunes podcast, Spotify podcast, that kind of stuff. Are we on Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. We are on Spotify. Love Spotify. the audio version, not the video. Well, yeah. You can do video on Spotify. Why wouldn't you? Is he? Joe Rogan does video. Huh. You I can't don't... do video while you're driving. You can't watch a video podcast while you're driving. It'll just do the audio. If it's connected to uh, Apple, uh, Google, CarPlay, whatever. If you don't connect your phone to your car and you play, you can still watch the video. So I've heard. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I think that was pretty good for our first real episode and our second of any episode. Uh. So let's see if maybe we can beat that this week. Maybe. We had very few live listeners last week, so hopefully if we get like more than like three, I think we beat last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Who wants to go first with the stories? Pick a story or a, to- or a topic. Uh, let's see. What we got? What do we got, man? What is this new COVID? New COVID. Let's find out. It's new variant. EG5 is on the rise yes, as COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations go up. There's a new coronavirus variant. Nationally, this new EG5 is causing about 17% of new COVID cases in the country. And uh, as compared with 16% of the next most common lineage of COVID, XBB116 sound fake. These names sound like robots from Star Wars. <laughs> yes, they do. Where the are we spin-off at of XBB recombinant with the Omicron strain. Well, let's hold on a second. So, there's a chart here. I don't, I don't see, see a chart. I, can pro- I might be able to show the chart. Oh, I see the chart now. Show the chart. Let everyone see the chart. Well, I'm going to try. Hey, look at that chart. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> the chart here shows, so July 29th, there was 9,056, right there, uh, cases. COVID patients COVID in patients US hospitals. In hospitals. This is new admissions per week. Okay, new hospital admissions per week. So, 9,000 new admissions per week, which, I don't know, what's the population of America? Oh, more than that. A few more million. Than that. Thank you, Sean. Mm-hmm. 
The American population is approximately 331.9 million people. All right. So it's a tiny number, really. 9,000 sounds like a lot, but it's not that much when you consider 30 million. And compare that back to January of 2022, and we're looking at over 140,000 new hospital admissions per week. Right. So, But my whole point is the, oh my gosh, 17% increase. That 17% increase on 9,000 is only like an extra 1,500 people. Oh, it's not a 17% increase. It's just saying that of the new COVID cases, 17% of them are this strain. Oh, jeez. So never mind. So not even, yeah. Oh, look. It's them sure. saying that you might need another vaccine. You need to get an ad block on this computer. Use the Brave browser. Uh, it is kind of built off of Chromium. And it has a built-in ad block for all, every intrusive ad. I think Chrome has a built-in ad block too. I just don't have it. No, it's a plugin. Oh, okay. On on the Brave browser, it is actually built in. Very nice browser. I use it. Thank you. All right. So, uh, yeah. So basically, everybody stock up on masks because there's an election coming up. I mean, COVID's coming back. Both are only slightly more resistant to neutralizing antibodies in serum of infected and vaccinated persons. Cool. You're slightly more likely to get infected now. Yeah. Just slightly. Slightly. So, will you be wearing masks? Uh, no. What if they tell you to? I mean, if I don't have a if my job tells me to, I will. What if Walmart tells you to? I don't go to Walmart. Where do you go? To Walmart? Where, do, where do you go? <laughs> Besides your work. I go to IGA. <laughs> what if IGA tells you to wear a mask? Uh, I'll just DoorDash my food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I was talking to another guy, one of the guys at work, and we pretty much the same thing. Like, if they make us wear a mask at work, I'll wear a mask. But I am not wearing a mask anywhere else. Not again. Never again. <laughs> if it's, I go somewhere and they're like, oh, you have the mask coming here, I'm like, well, goodbye. <laughs> it's... The exception to that, I think, is like, doctor's offices and stuff right like doctor's office yeah or if i'm actually sick yes i would wear a mask if i if i've got if this new covid thing you know going around and, and i'm sick i won't wear a mask to make sure i don't get you guys sick you know that kind of stuff but i'm not wearing i'm not a mask. gonna wear one preventive I'm not, yeah preventative I'm, I'm healthy i'm not wearing a mask if i'm walking into a crowd of people and they're all coughing i might put a mask on if I'm walking into a crowd of people and they're coughing, I might just turn around. Might, yeah. Uh, if I'm walking into a crowd of people, I'm going to turn around. I will not be getting any more vaccines for COVID. That's for sure. I haven't had any side effects from the other vaccine for the first time around, which I only took because they offered me money at work. <laughs> you worked at the same place yeah. at the time, so. Uh, but I will not be doing that again. That's. I did not get any side effects, but I don't want to push my luck. Any side effects that I know of. I had side effects. I got many COVID from the vaccine. Well, that's not a side effect. They, they always say you, you, you might get COVID. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you take a vaccine, you're probably going to get a mild case of that virus. But I, that's how vaccines work. I've heard stories of even, like, uh, people developing, well, you, there's the myocarditis thing. What? You, like, people getting myocarditis a heart heart thing. Okay. I didn't know what that was. That's the young youngish sport athletic people dropping dead. What? Myocarditis. I I There's, don't know 
Because you know, people have always found things. Yeah. Perfectly normal. Uh, nothing to do with the, the virus. No. More, I mean, totally. the... the uh, nothing to do with the, the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we're too small that YouTube would notice we said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I won't be trying any. I've also heard stories of uh, meat out, um, becoming allergic to meat. I have heard that. Uh, yes. There's there's a certain thing in meat that the a small the, number of the people proteins took the vaccine. Or, proteins or enzymes or something. Yeah, they, they had a bad reaction with the, pro, with the, yeah. the meat. Which I love a prime rib. I am not going to risk that <laughs> on a COVID vaccine. <laughs> um, Plus, I'm sure, you know, because everything is a carcinogen, I'm sure there's a chance it just gave you cancer, too. That, too. I've heard that, too. Well, I to be fair... I had a long week at work, and I ran out of my regular podcasts to listen to while I'm at work. Oh, no. So I may have put on InfoWars with Alex Jones. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So I am conspiracy theoried up. I am full to the brim. <laughs> this is the man who said that chemtrails were turning the frogs gay. No, he said the water's turning the frogs oh, gay. Oh, sorry. My bad. By the by, it is. <laughs> Fluoride. Causes frogs to tr- become transgender, or not transgender, uh, both sexes, what do you call that? Uh, asexual? No, 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 both genders. Poly is, something, um, or? If they are both genders, then it's, yeah. Oh, uh, there's a word for it. I know, I know Alex Jones lost that lawsuit with, uh, for, you know, gazillion dollars, which he's appealing, uh, but. He, like, literally, like, 90% of what he says comes true. <laughs> I mean, he says it in a weird... Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite? Hermaphrodite. That's not what I was thinking. It, whenever about, you're okay. both, you are both. You have yeah. the parts for both. Yeah. But, anyway, that's... Uh, I wonder if I could find it on YouTube. I think he's, like, just mentioning his name and band on YouTube. <laughs> and yet he says it anyway. Well, yeah. you can say his name. As far as like his videos, mm. no. This looks like a lot of people saying the opposite of what you're saying. Hmm? Well, yeah, because it's YouTube. It's not my tube. Uh, uh, uh. Let's <laughs> see if I can find uh, on this one. I'm sure I can find it. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see if I can find a good video clip. Top 10 Alex Jones predictions? Sure. Let's see. and educational Let's institutions in. is in good in faith in this world in my head I know exactly what it means the t-
the horse back. So just to give an idea of his reach, um, so we're, we're in, uh, according to the Rolling Stone magazine, in 2011, Alex Jones had a larger online audience than Glenn Beck and Russian Obviously, uh, this proof is anecdotal. <laughs> Somebody walking around with a cock doesn't mean anything. Well, right, well you... does, it, does the world still end in 10 years? <laughs> Only fucking re Ultimately, these other this countries will just go, well, America ain't doing it. Why the fuck are we doing this? And then the the WF loses all its power. All right, let me just try this again. Let me try just a general web search. Maybe I can find. Before I do that, it's this way. You guys don't need to see that. Alex Jones. What did I search for? Predictions. In real life? I don't like real life. <laughs> Incredible Alex Jones predictions that actually came true. Let's see. That's loud. An executive order, it's not a suggestion, it's an order. We will shut you down, we will take you to jail. Or even parties. Is over. I'm using for you to close. Quarantine. Uh, those few bad actors. The Alex Jones Show, because there is a war on for your mind. I mean, I'm not even worthy to be bringing you information this powerful, and I hope that you pay attention to what we cover here minute by minute, because I've had chills uh, since last night. The question is, will you have the courage to really do the research yourself? Because I don't want you to just sit here and hear me make these claims. This just confirms everything else we've already researched. Get to the prediction part. Rockefeller study envisions future dictatorship controlled by elite, millions being killed, mandatory quarantines, check. All right, so this is in 2010. He, he, he said that in 50 to 24 years, New World Order tightly controlled by the elite mm -hmm. would, would give uh, tighten down for a pandemic. Points. Everything that's in the other documents, but uh, this dovetails with all the other Rockefeller Foundation documents about the GMO food to sterilize you and the forced vaccines and the hell we're already living in that's just going to continue to intensify until we take our I mean, that was, that was, governments back. That one checks eugenics out. It's scary. One thing the NFL really plans to do this year is take as many precautions as possible just to keep everybody safe. And that starts with the vast majority of teams deciding already that there will be no fans at all on the field and for contact tracing. But all around the country, there will be empty stadiums and masks. Can't even conceive that. 
supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Everything else, maybe we should look into this. Look, you'll believe it if they release it. So just remember this transmission then. The Orange County Coroner's Office is investigating the... Look, you'll believe because everybody in the establishment will still kind of halfway listen now and go, well, he's been right about everything else. Maybe we should look into this. Look, you'll believe it if they release it. So just remember this transmission then. Vaccine. She died after suffering blood clots just receiving the Pfizer vaccine. My little sister. After getting his second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Now we're talking about people getting sick from the vaccine. I am. That's a good face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's enough of that rabbit hole. So basically, he's he said that, like the frogs is one. The, the frogs turning gay. I mean, they didn't turn gay, but the fluoride, the fluoride that they use to treat the water, caused frogs to become not hermaphrodites. I don't know what it is, but I don't know whatever it is that they're male and female. That's the hermaphrodite. Yeah, but that's different. That's hermaphrodite the, is when you have both you have the parts. genitals, but your XY chromosome. I don't know either. I don't know. Um, and there was also the the chemtrails, which they've come out and said they are doing putting stuff in the chem, the chemtrails of planes. There are chemicals in there. Yeah, for, for perfectly good reasons. Nothing diabolical at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, and there's others. I like being crop dusted with chemicals. There's others, but I'm not a big Alex Jones guy, other than this past couple nights when I was listening to him. But. <laughs> So I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but there are a lot of them that have come true. Uh, so anyway, for what it's worth. Alright, there we are. Um, so anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about COVID 2.0. No. This is COVID 3.0? Or whatever. Well, big COVID 2.0. I thought Omicron, Omicron was... COVID I wouldn't be surprised if they push for a big COVID thing with the election next year. Just, I, I feel like they're prepping us for that. Um, also, along with that, there's a bit of there was a big monkeypox jump in China. Yeah. What are they doing with those animals? First know. the bat, now the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the? Yeah, never mind. Uh, yeah, COVID. So anyway, everybody get ready. Get your masks ready. And uh, No. COVID, yes. All right. Sean. Oh, my turn, huh? Pick, pick something to talk about. Um, oh, while he's picking something to talk about. Everybody, make sure you thumbs up and follow or subscribe on Rumble and YouTube. Like. That will help follow. the show to be seen by many, many, many people. Many more, I guess. Also, uh, if you're on Rumble or YouTube listening or watching live, you could you could uh, throw something in the in the chat or in the text there. We'll we can see that. We can say, "Hey, what's up?" Uh, might not be right away. We might not be looking at that very moment, but we will say hi. Uh, Sean, what do you want to talk about? Talk about the Bud Light stuff. That's Bud Light, yes. Anheuser Busch. Uh, you guys familiar with Bud Light? 
they had a partnership with a transgender person, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Dylan, that, Dylan Mulvaney. And that never heard of them before. Yeah. And that caused they were, a lot of people to be upset. I think a TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. A big TikTok thing. TikTok is rotting brains. Yes. Uh, his big thing was his. It's his. Uh, he he tracked his days like the so and so day of being a woman, like he, like for a whole year or whatever. So that was that was Dylan's big thing, like transitioning and, and documenting it on TikTok, daily, okay, daily or whatever. So how does this lead to partnering with Bud Light? No one knows. Well, how it led to it is because the person in charge of marketing for Bud Light was a fairly new woman from college who felt that Bud Light needed to try to go for the LGBTQ community because Terrible mistake by the way. <laughs> yeah. Know your target audience. Yes. I'm sorry, but like I know that a lot of the older generations don't really put too much emphasis on LGBTQ stuff because it was never a big deal, right? And I'm an older generation. Yeah. And my whole take on it is growing up, we use, we would use uh, the gay F word. Let's say because YouTube doesn't like the gay F word. The British to, word for with, cigarettes. Yes. Among our friends, just as, uh, hey, you're, you're stupid. Like it wasn't, yeah. it didn't mean anything. It was just like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a little insight here. I still do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and gro- we there there weren't a lot of openly gay people when I was growing up. There were people we knew like oh, that person's gay, but they weren't like openly gay like now. Uh, once it became more accepted, and that's a key here, accepted. Um, most people were okay with it. There was some picking on because it's different it's not what we were used to fine but it came to a point where we were like okay we accept it you're gay it's gonna make fun of you just like you would anyone else yeah i make fun of my straight friends make fun of my gay friends uh and then it was and then suddenly just accepting it wasn't enough suddenly you have to like rejoice with them it's like well no i I just have to accept it (laughs) it's like i don't have to be happy for you i'll just accept it like I don't care if you I don't care what your opinion is of, of my sexual life. <laughs> it's like why do you care if I care what you do with your sexual life? Because that should just be between you and your partner. Uh, so that's that's what I think. We especially the older generation. That's where the pushback is coming from because we don't we don't understand the need for everybody. Because I you know I've seen clips no of does. like transgender <laughs> people being like you know if you don't have if you're not willing to have sex with a gay person, then you're phobic. It's like, well, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I will not. I don't understand the people in the extremes like that. Like, uh, if right. you won't have sex with a man, then you're you're a homophobe. homophobe. And it's like, no, I'm just not into it. Yeah, I have nothing against people. I just I'm not into it. Right. There's a key component <laughs> to having sex with someone, and that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> yes. So, and that's a big part. And the, and now. With the, with the, like the, what do you call it? Uh, with the 
I think of the name. What are you thinking of? <sighs> the story hours with the kids. I don't understand the big deal about this uh-huh. because why are drag queens wanting to read the, drag the kids? Queen story hour. That well, that's my point. That's it's not necessarily a big deal. Yeah, and honestly, like it. I don't mind. You know, I don't care who reads the kids. You know, I don't as long as you're just reading to the kids and that's it. But why is it a big deal whether they do or not? Well, here's the thing. Drag queens are fun. I've, you know, I've seen drag queens and they're they're generally fun. Yeah. Most of the time their names are inappropriate. They have like double entendre names. Uh and it's really, if, if you've ever seen like a drag queen show, it's like a burlesque kind of show, which is not appropriate for kids. It's like having, you know, the strip club story hour for kids. It's not. But, I mean, they're not stripping in the library, are they? I've seen pictures. They're not stripping, but they're not fully dressed. Like, they are... see, that that is an issue. Right. That's you... what I'm saying. And that's. I, why, I understand a why lot the of need. If like if you're dressed like Mrs. Doubtfire and you want to read to my kids, go ahead. Like <laughs> I don't I don't care what you're dressed as if you're going to read to my kids as long as you're dressed. Right. Well, yeah. Then that's and that's the biggest issue I think. With, you know, and I think I know that's the biggest issue is not it's not appropriate because drag queens aren't appropriate for kids. They're they're adult entertainment. Yes. I have no problem with putting on a show for adults you know and the story hour like i said if they're dressed fully dressed head to toe like mrs doubtfire fine whoever wants to read to the kids read to the kids you know you look like if you look like a librarian you want to lead read to the kids why does it have to be brought up what your sexual proclivity is it shouldn't exactly maybe maybe reading to children shouldn't be something political right and it, it and I understand a lot of drag queens, especially like trans transgender is a little different, but drag queens, most of them are just they like to dress up. Yeah, they just it's just a fun hobby for them. Right, just call it story hour. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be something else. Like yeah. it's just I want I want to. You don't read need to, to name okay, it something great. where the kids are like, well, what's a drag queen? Well, no, just say story hour because I don't want. At that, especially at those ages that are doing story hours is elementary school. I don't want the elementary school teaching the kids about heterosex, let alone transgender sex or sex drag queens or yeah, it's yeah. I kids don't want don't need to know anything about sex right, until other than they which, are of all the they age need to know is which bathroom to. to use. Yeah, use the penis bathroom or the <laughs> vagina bathroom. <laughs> kids don't need to know anything about any of that stuff until they're of the age to where you tell them don't do it they don't need to know anything about sex until they learn it from their friends what that was that was before any sexual education from the school system i'm gonna tell you right now because yes. that's where my sexual education came from that's where most of mine came from yeah. so I'll never forget the day that they brought us in to talk about STDs. We had um, it, we, it was, it was like pilots? hot dogs for lunch. They talked about Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> the big presentation in the hot auditorium. Dogs for lunch. It's like hot dogs and spaghetti. Was it what? was it the phys ed teacher who did the presentation? And no, it was a big. Uh, it was like a video in the auditorium. No 
Okay. It was in middle school. It was great. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was just that's gross. Yeah. Ours was in probably gym, why in they gym fed class. you the hot dogs. And, and then that led out right into lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Today for lunch we'll be having wieners <laughs> and spaghetti. Yeah, I think you could choose hot dogs or spaghetti. Yeah, just, just here. <laughs> <laughs> we still talk about it. Yes. It's hilarious. Anyway, back uh, to the original point. I I understand <laughs> um, a lot of that stuff, but I mean, from a purely business standpoint, maybe if you're working at a company for marketing purposes, you should know what their um, demographic is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the kind of people who are drinking Bud Light, first of all, it's light beer. It's generally well, drinking by older people. Yeah, what's well, it's drunken it's drinking. It's drink by people who don't want to get drunk. They just want to enjoy a very slight buzz hanging out. Drinking their flavored water. Yeah. <laughs> flavored water. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. You're it's not just, it's very hard to get drunk on but but like. But it is good if you're going to... Multiple reasons. <laughs> but it's good if you're hanging out, having a barbecue or something, and it's just something you can drink and just keep drinking not think about it. And that's, they're, you know, at a football game or whatever where you don't want to get totally wasted, although people do. <laughs> and that's that's what Bud Light is. It's not, yeah, like you said, it's not... And Bud Anheuser-Busch has never been... Like, their commercials were always... Like funny and lighthearted. It was, you know, they had the, the Budweiser frogs. They what? had what? What? Oh, stop! Now I gotta look at videos. Budweiser, Budweiser frogs. Frogs. <laughs> I am definitely intrigued. Are they gay? <laughs> oh well. Are they turning the, the yeah. turning the Budweiser frogs gay? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised anymore. Let's see if I can spell Budweiser. Like Budweiser. that. Budweiser. Frogs. It was right there. Budweiser ads over the years. So anyway, their ads have not been political. They're always lighthearted, goofy ads. Uh, If we go back to this other article, something he said, uh, uh, one of the guys at the the top bush, of Anheuser Bush, he was like... uh, uh, my family lived by the motto, making friends, bringing people together, making it a fun drinking experience. Like that That's their goal. Right. So let's see. Ten famous Budweiser Super Bowl. And also, maybe as a business, maybe keeping politics out of your advertising advertisements is just a smart way to go. Yeah. Not everything has to be political or about LGBTQ or COVID or anything else. Show me an ad for a beer. Right. Maybe I'll buy it. I, t- I don't understand. That's the thing I don't understand with, like, Target and all these other companies. It's like, why are you risking this big backlash over a politic- what amounts to a political? It's like, as a, business, as a business, if I owned a business, I would keep my mouth shut. I'm, I'm, yeah. If I was a business, I'm not going to say anything yeah, one way you, or another. Why are you putting your foot in that? Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. 
just don't have to say anything. Be right. be inclusive by not talking about it. So then the question is, well, so why are they? Like you gotta you gotta think that they've had this thought. Like I could just keep my mouth shut and not be involved in this one way or the other. Well, I think their goal was probably to widen their audience, right? Widen their demographic mm-hmm. to the people who would be Yeah, know, but they gotta know there's gonna be backlash. I think, think they expected less backlash. I mean Target was after Budweiser already had that backlash you don't think target was like why do i why would i want to step foot into this thing all right so this is a a video showing the 10 top 10 budweiser and hauser bush commercials i know so let's see what we are not sponsored by anheuser bush no. however if they want when to all right, this is just a cute woman with a puppy. And I believe this is as a fight still. This one's just good old American. Fight uh, still to the rescue. The cover of I Will Walk by I like this version. <laughs> I don't remember this commercial. I've seen this commercial before. Oh, these are all Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Okay. I swear I've seen that one before. Probably at a Super Bowl. Oh my god. (laughs) It exists. Of course it exists. There's the frog commercial. I can't believe uh, you guys never saw I that. I love never that. Seen it. I got some bad news. Uh, we got canned. They want us off the rocks by the end of the day. What did you just say? Canned? Who got canned? Okay, freeze the swamp. You guys can talk? Of course we can talk, you bonehead. What does can mean? But all you said was button. Uh. We were reading from the script. You should try it sometime. What does can mean? No, don't be uh, fired. Can means fired? I can't breathe. Gonna get sick. Wait, no, don't get sick. Getting sick. Put your head between your legs. Someone get him a bucket. Now, how is that supposed to sell beer? <laughs> oh, the Clydesdale. Since I was a Clyde, I dreamed of being a Budweiser Clydesdale. <laughs> Only problem is, I was born a donkey. <laughs> so all my life, I practiced the Clydesdale walk. And the Clydesdale pull. Alright, so deals with I a donkey. tried hair extensions on my lower legs. <laughs> and then came my big interview. Skip ahead. <laughs> he made it. What the? Dreams do come true. Tryouts for Clydesdale? Now look what you started. <laughs> Gosh, I hope I'm not too late. <laughs> they like having follow-ups. Yes, they they were always good at follow-ups too. 
I don't remember this one. <laughs> very, uh... <laughs> Giant crab. It's, it's very Little Mermaid. <laughs> it's also very, uh... The Little Green Man from Toy Story. Ah! <laughs> 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 uh, Bye-bye, Yeah. I know why we got fired. Too much of your yapping. And not enough of this. Right, What's that? <clears throat> Who's your daddy? What? Changing colors. Uh, squirt some tears, punk. Another lost dog. For this year's hits team is Thunder. 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 Maybe next year, Hank. Hank. Worst name, Hank. Hank. I love Hank. <laughs> Hank goes through a rocky, a <laughs> rocky moment. <laughs> A lot of dogs and uh, and horses. Mm -hmm. Well, that's yeah, America. Right. God bless America. Very patriotic stuff. That was for nine eleven, I think. Yeah. All right, so there you go. You're Stop. serious Bud about podcasts. Stop recording with Zoom. Stop recording with Zoom. Why would you be cool with Zoom anyway? Uh, we have guests with Zoom. I don't know about recording. So basically, yeah, they're they're uh, not known for being into politics with their commercials. People that drink beer really don't relate to that kind of advertising. Did you want to watch the interview with the guy? Sure. Let's see what he has to say. Forget to blow up the interview. So it's bigger. Don't. I quit. <laughs> you can't. You can't just say that. You get to wait for the ad. Wait for the commercial. The video to load. This is one of those companies that. Like, he's the heir to it, right? Like, mm -hmm. he inherited the Anheuser-Busch yeah. company. You don't have to do anything. Like, you own Anheuser-Busch, you're, you're just making money for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. And to be fair, I mean... Not anymore, though. Oh, the, they're still making money. The Bud Light brand... Stop. The Bud Light brand lost a lot. Anheuser-Busch, not so much. Um, they made back... I mean, more you know, a lot of their other brands that they own picked up the slack. When people stopped drinking Bud Light, they, they went to other brands, other which happened to be owned by Anheuser Busch, which is fine. So this was on Hannity. Let me see what 
Oh my god, they have like a near monopoly on beer. Yeah. They own Kelowna? There's Dylan Mulvaney, by the way. It's over here. Seemingly endless fallout. Take a look. I think That's my bad. family, my ancestors would have rolled over in their grave. They were very patriotic. They loved this country and what it stood for. Um, they believed that transgender um, gays, the, that sort of thing, was all a very personal issue. Um, is what I said. Personal yeah. issue. And it should be a personal yeah. issue. I mean, it, well, uh, Norm MacDonald, yeah. the comedian, did you ever hear his, his gay, his proud of my gay son? Oh, I've heard a lot of Norm MacDonald jokes. I don't know if I've heard his gay son jokes. All right, we're going to put a pause on this guy here for a minute. Everything is worth pausing for Norm MacDonald. But <laughs> I, yeah. by the way, Anheuser-Busch, so, you know, obviously they have they have the buds, right? They they own Stella Artois. Artois, Artois. They own Michelob, uh, Corona. Modelo, like they own a lot. Yeah, they own a lot of beer. Yeah, some yeah. of these I've never even heard of. The one that took over the number one spot from Bud Light was, uh, it was owned. It's owned by Budweiser, but not in America. It's weird. Like they own the rights to it outside of America, but inside America, somebody else. It's a weird. Mm-hmm. I think this is it. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was Michelob Ultra that took over. No, it was it was like Modelo or something like that. It was one of those mm-hmm. other brands. Right. I love Norm Macdonald. Yeah, Norm Macdonald's the best. My video, my computer's not, but Norm Macdonald is. Have you ever done anything? in your long and storied career that you consider specifically to be in bad taste, as you look back on it? Maybe at the time you thought it was a good play, but you look uh, back on it and you think that was in bad taste. Well, sometimes, like in stand-up, I'll do jokes that are, uh, that I, th- like one time I was doing this thing in San It froze. Francisco and they were all gay uh, people in the audience they told me so I figured out in do San a- Francisco yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I'd do stuff about gay people so that they could relate to yeah it. it's warm up right. <laughs> they love that and so I was talking about because I went to this gay pride parade and I saw in it there were these uh, old men and old ladies like with these uh, signs that said we are proud of our gay son you know and so I was saying that's an odd thing to be proud of you know because it's not an achievement you know it's not like something you work all your life to be gay or anything like that <laughs> and I, I just wondered i just I, I had a hard time believing that these 50 60 year old men are actually bragging you know at work like they're hey uh, bill you know uh, my kid oh my god we're proud of him johnny he uh, uh, graduated from harvard you know the first in his class you know what i mean uh, uh, now he's articling over at a law firm and uh, oh yeah he loves cock <laughs> <laughs> He can't get enough cock in his mouth, his ass, his kids always cock. I got a a picture of the boy here sucking another man's cock. So anyway. (laughs) So along the lines of what this other guy was saying, yeah, it's a personal thing. Like, nobody cares what you do with your 
sex life. Just we don't need to know. <laughs> no, we don't. It, yeah. It, so anyway, they love this country because it is a free country and people are allowed to do what they want. But it was never meant to be on a beer can and never meant to be pushed in people's faces. Joining us now is the author of Family Reigns. Billy Bush is with us. Uh, well, by the way, what a great legacy for you and and you know your. You know, your family's background is pretty incredible. The story of success. When I first heard his name, I thought he was related to, like, President Bush. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got the C in his name. Well, oh, wait, so this is the Anheuser Bush heir. Yes, this guy. Okay. The guy on the right. So he's the heir to it. The guy on the left is Sean Hannity. Dylan Mulvaney is the gay guy. Oh, okay, and that yeah, was him. Dylan is the transgender. That was him just talking. No, no, no that's, that's, that's him. That's the heir talking. The ad is talking about the oh, ad, saying I'm how it was confused. a mistake. Best, the American dream personified. Um, why would they be rolling over in their grave? You know, delve a little deeper into that. I think that, um, you know, they, first of all, wouldn't have ever gotten as political this, this, as this. And let's face yeah. it, the yeah. transgender yeah. Uh, topic today has become very, very <laughs> political. And it's not wise for a beer company to get into that um, into that game. No, it's not. I think that it's difficult um, enough to 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 be um, advertising beer and to try to do it um, when and be political about it. I think it's uh, it's just not the way to go. My, you know, my fear from the very beginning, and at one point, I, I got some people. With transgender uh, activist that's Bill Mulvaney ah. on Friday, the Anheuser Busch hair, Billy Bush, not to be well confused with the drains. Billy Bush is with us. Uh, well, by the way, what a great ever gotten as political as this. And let's face it, the transgender uh, topic today has become very, very political. And it's not wise for a beer company to get into that. Um, into that game, into that, um, into that game, I think that it's difficult um, enough to, to, to be um, advertising beer and to tell about it. I think it's uh, it's just not the way to go. My, you know, my fear from the very beginning, and at one point I, I got some people mad at me because I said I don't apologize for getting into the political arena. We made a mistake. We're sorry. If it would work now, it would seem like an act of death work in the brewery and the, and one's paying the price. They're now losing. And I think the, the company greatly miscalculated uh, what what they thought um, was being inclusive, but it really was divisive. I think my family was they, they live by the motto, making friends is our business. And they believe that uh, bringing people together, making it a, f a sociable, fun uh, beer drinking experience was the way to go. Um, but, you know, people that drink Bud Light, that drink beer, um, really don't relate to that kind of advertising. And you don't say. I think that's the takeaway right there. <laughs> uh, I tell. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, the parent company is not going to approve of the thing that, almost, that pretty much destroyed a brand. Whether they agree or not, but I'm pretty sure they don't. Like, their commercials have never been political, so it makes sense for them not to agree with it. But, yeah. But it's I mean, also, they're a parent company. Bud Light is like a subsidiary at that point. They don't, 
they don't necessarily get their hands into the very the details. Yeah, of they it. don't necessarily get the day to day. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't know that that was going to happen until it happened, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> on on another side of this, to kind of to kind of maybe just play devil's advocate for some of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you care what's on their commercial? Like, if you like drinking Bud Light, why does it well, matter? It does. It doesn't. I mean, but it's also uh, like if there's if there's a product I like, right? And they make a commercial that involves something that I really don't like, right? Like, I don't give a shit, right? I right. like the product. And there's a lot of people that, and there's and even like a very far right political show that I watch. Is uh, Anthony Cumia. He's way far right. He drinks Bud Light like on his show. Still does. Doesn't, he's like, I don't care. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't. <laughs> it's, matter. It's like, like it was. It was stupid, but I don't care. I like just, the people that get upset about this, like, sure, maybe they're a voice for the demographic saying that they just don't care. But at the same time, it's just, why does it matter? It doesn't matter, but it's also the point of kind of like with the story hour thing it's at some point you feel like you have to push back because it's being shoved down your throat Does that makes sense i mean kind of but it was just one like what was it like a commercial like what 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 did they actually do with it wasn't even a commercial it was just they it, and it wasn't even a full from what i understand it it was like a just... limited production of some cans with dylan mulvaney on it included Mulvaney's face on special Bud Light cans, which a spokesperson previously said were not for sale to the general public. Yeah, it was a limited run type deal. I think for like, I think it was like for Dylan to show on his TikTok face. So like, like I don't, how is that being shoved down anyone's well, throat? Like, how is that being shoved in anyone's face? Well, it's a it's limited not, run. It's you know? not, but a lot of, not that specifically specific thing is being shoved down our throats but there's a lot of it that is being shoved down our throats okay. i mean there's so i think i think it was just a like a tipping point for a lot of people i mean not i don't drink beer anyway but a lot of people especially the people that drink bud light which is a lot of flyover state people you know people in the country not in the cities that they don't want to have anything to do with this stuff like I said, it's just kind of like a tipping point, and right on the heels of Pride Month, mm-hmm. where it's like thrown in your face everywhere you go, and I think that's that was I think that's the big pushback. It wasn't like I said, and when it was presented, it wasn't really presented that this wasn't a big marketing campaign. It seemed like it was a ramp up to a big marketing campaign at the time when it came out. And then it came out well, it was just a limited run. It's like well, nobody led with that part of the story. <laughs> Everybody just led with, look at this, you know, uh, uh, that there was like an uh, agreement, uh, what do you call it, sponsorship Hmm. thing, but it wasn't. So there was some misunderstanding there, but I think a lot of it, like I said, was just kind of a tipping point where people were like, just slow down. (laughs) And, you know, uh, I was going to say something. Oh, like, uh, there was... I think it was a New York City Pride March this past the June Pride Month. I think I'm pretty sure it was New York City. Like it was, growing up, there was always the the Pride March cheer was always uh, we're here, we're queer, uh, we're 
fabulous. Get used to it. Like the, the like the, the first couple times they like televised like the, the Pride March. That was like the big thing. So it was catchy and it was fun. Uh, but there was I, I saw the video clip of this. I can pull it up if you want. But my computer takes for half an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was uh, it was they were marching down the street saying we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. See that? <laughs> that is not the message you want to send, no. right? And and I can get that they were kind of saying that tongue in cheek with everything that's been going on with the with the story hours and stuff like that. Maybe I, I get it. Maybe but not perhaps, the best time. Yeah, perhaps not. And especially you know, and I don't get this. Like the pride marches are always like I I I know and I've known gay people. And they're not like what you see in the pride march like the the pride march parades are really pretty disgusting like people are like wearing like nothing but thongs and like like got like big hairy guys like it's not appropriate and and families bring are bringing their kids to watch these parades it's like you You know it's like this is inappropriate for for me (laughs) and i think a lot of that probably just confuses the whole like clash even more where it's like people get upset that you know children are seeing you know a man in a thong walking down the street times 50 and then people take that as like oh you're homophobic it's like no i don't want my kid to see your 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 thong hanging around i have a bigger problem with the parents bringing the kid to that yeah i mean these parades are the same every year it's not like they've gotten worse it's like it's not don't like bring you your can't kid to that. leave. Yeah, don't. Yeah, that's not an appropriate place for your kid. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, Sean thoughts. Speak your speak your piece. Uh, I know you may not agree with us or me. I mean, I Matthew have, and I kind of differ a little bit, but I have no problem with anyone in the LGBTQ community. The moment they include children. Okay, well, <laughs> I think we can all we all agree on that. We yeah. all agree on that. I I have no problem with the LGBTQ community. I have I have many friends that are of varying parts of it. Like, as long just, as they keep it in the bed. There, there's. Well, you don't even have to. I don't care well, if you keep it in the bedroom. If you're a transgender, you can't keep that in the bedroom. Yeah, I don't. I don't I care mean, if you keep it yeah. in the bedroom. What I want is I just. Don't include me. I just want everyone to shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. Yes. Like, like, I don't care one way or another. Right. You know, like, I know that they had to, you know, you know people had to fight for uh, uh, homosexual marriages, you know, like, they had right. to legalize that. Right. And, like, in my head, I'm just like, why the fuck was it illegal to begin with? Right. That I don't care about. Um, don't, the reason it was illegal to begin with. Marriage is a religious thing. No, not even. Not even? Not even. Uh, there was people that for that but it was more uh insurance uh it it raised it raises the insurance rates because now you're covering more people that is the stupidest reason it is so i'm not saying it's smart i'm just saying that was the reason given that is a that is a bean counter because now you've got because being a, a partnership like that you've got more benefits that you didn't have before if you're getting more benefits, that means someone's losing stuff. Like, money's being put into that to give you benefits. So it's, it 
to tax increase, basically. Which I don't think, I mean, this is, and I don't think marriage at all should be recognized by the government. No, because it is, it is it a... It has nothing to do with the government. It is a religious yeah. ceremony. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be religious. It's between you and your partner. But yeah. The gov- I don't understand why it has to be like I put a, get a marriage license from the government because I want to live with my wife. That's between no. me, my wife, my God, if I believe in God. You know, it's like it's nothing to do with the government. Yeah. So. I've never understood that. So I don't, I've never understood... Not marriage marriage is saying I love you so much let's get the government involved <laughs> yeah um, and the other thing as far as like kids wise is in the tra- the transgender thing is like kid uh, kid young teenagers who are being allowed being allowed to start the, the transition process which I don't agree with like, I, I mean I think bare minimum you should have to be 18 yes mm-hmm. and even beyond that there's so many things in at least america that are limited until you're 25 what's limited until you're 25 like renting cars oh well, that's a i know thing. but but and insurance that's insurance an goes down after 25 yeah, but because, that's why and that's why you can't rent the cars because the scientifically 25 is about the time when your brain stops developing I mean, I, I wouldn't see different, a problem with you. Different for men or women. Yeah, but it, it's averages about twenty five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I understand. I I wouldn't have a problem with that either. But I I don't see that. I don't. I wouldn't see that as being fair. Like if someone wants to do this, I'm like, like eighteen, or even if you want to go twenty one. Like, I don't know if eighteen is a good adult age. I. Okay, you, so you guys there was, are closer to the adult age. There was a time when I lived with a bunch of my friends, mm-hmm. and we were all over twenty-one at the time, I think, just about. Uh, but one of my friends lived with him and his wife at the time, and she was a few years younger. She was like eighteen, nineteen at the time, and we lived with them for a few years and in between the time when she was like 18 19 even just 2 years later to 21 she changed dramatically oh yeah like she was an entirely different person after 2 years so personally i don't think 18 is a good age for anything yeah but you have to you have to draw the line somewhere i know but and i, I mean, feel like I, so many other like, or remember back to when you were eighteen, like you wanted to make your own decisions. Yeah, like that was just a few years for you. I I understand like, wanting to make your own decisions. Yes, but eighteen years is a long time to go without being able to exert your own influence on your own life. Yeah, so I get, I get erring on that side of drawing the line there as opposed to 21 i mean bare minimum i I wouldn't want it to happen i wouldn't want it to be allowed below 18 at all oh yeah no. because if 18 is the legal age of you are an adult you are your own guardian you make your own choices then fine you know that can be the age where you make that choice for yourself 
but just in my experience, I I would err towards the at twenty one. Yeah, you know, because twenty one. I don't know. You get your fill of like doing things because once you're twenty one, you can do anything. Right. Almost. Almost. Like some, I think some hotels and like renting a car and stuff. Right. But I don't even think hotels anymore. The car I hotels. Have, I think twenty one. Hotels are some, a lot of hotels are eighteen, but some will say you have to be twenty one. Yeah. Um, I don't um, know. Once you turn twenty one, it's like all those things that you couldn't do until you were twenty one. They lose their charm really quickly. Well, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's... I I personally would err toward the age of twenty one. But yeah, but you can't. I really... can see eighteen. Yeah. Like yeah. I, if if it was eighteen, I would understand. I'd be like, okay, makes sense. Yeah. And it. And, like, and it's a process anyway. It's not like as soon as they turn 18, you're going to transition through something. Yeah, like, no, there's hormones and stuff like that. It's like it's years. Also like surgeries. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. Like, there's, there's you know, I've heard stories and I've seen videos of people like 12, 13 years old getting put on hormone therapy. Because they feel like it's a boy. It feels like it should be a girl or vice versa. It's like, well, now you're just screwing up, like, their body's not done developing, and you're yeah, just that causes screwing so it all up. Issues. Yeah, like they want to put these, they want to put the kid, these kids that want to transition at a young age, they want to put them on these hormone blockers to stop them from, from the hormones from developing. Like the the hormones don't just develop your body; they develop your brain too. Like yeah, you you so much changes hormonally, like when you're in that age so much like emotions and this and that like you can't make that decision like emotionally you can't make that decision it, and it, it doesn't make sense that the that doctors especially are letting people like I mean that's it's an actual um, psychological diagnosis body dysmorphia mm-hmm. is believing that yeah. you don't, you're not in the right body or whatever, and I've, I've also heard that some like around the internet that they can take like they can talk to you for like 10 minutes and decide that yeah yeah and it, you know it, and there's I mean there's people who believe like they shouldn't have a right arm because they've got this body dysmorphia well, well we don't chop off the arm we get them the therapist to talk it out. yeah <laughs> you know, it's like just because you believe something we don't just chop it off we we talk you know we put you in see a psychologist psychiatrist whatever whatever you have to therapist to figure out you know to fix you you're broken so what's but, the difference I mean, in someone who thinks well i shouldn't have breasts well maybe we should talk about this before we and if when we're done talking you still feel that way then and maybe we can start chopping and you're 18 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's the big thing i don't understand i mean they don't do, i don't think there's many cases of the of doing the actual surgery before 18 but there that's, are the hormone therapy yeah, Which is few, arguably more harmful. Yeah, because yeah. you're not done developing. And it's hormones, not just physically. You the develop... hormones are not just physical. Yeah, the worst right. part is that the surgeries are uh, irreversible. Right, yeah. Well, they'll tell you they're reversible. But yeah. they're, and there's also like so not, many risks involved. They're not realistically reversible. If they're chopping something off and putting something else there, You're not. <laughs> if you reverse it, you're not yeah. getting the same thing back. Yeah, you're basically getting the, the same surgery for the reverse so you're just chopping off, you're, you're re-mutilating you're more. Anyway, 
and I have I you know I have no interest in knowing anything about that surgery. Oh really? I can pull up. <laughs> I have no interest. I can I can I just tell you the care. facts right now. I don't care <laughs> if you know, a consenting adult goes through that surgery. It doesn't affect right. me. Exactly. I don't give a shit. Just don't let kids make those decisions. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because I'm against anyone being transsexual. I'm against that because children shouldn't be making any important decisions. True that. Or any decision. Children are stupid. <laughs> Kids are dumb. Don't let them affect their lives like that. That is true. Okay. Uh, I think we exhausted that topic. What do you think? I think we should listen to that Norm MacDonald moth joke. The what? The Norm MacDonald moth joke. <laughs> what are you looking at? It's at the bottom of your page. Did you just put that there? Yes, I did. Is that a link? Yes, it is. It's not. It is. This is one of my favorite Norm oh, McDonald and, and jokes. And then I, we'll go down the Norm McDonald rabbit hole because I've got another one for you too. I love Norm McDonald. All right, so moth joke? Moth joke. That okay. should have been a link you could have just opened. Yeah, it was, but I've already got YouTube open here, so with the way my computer's working, it'll probably just be faster to do it this way. All right, so we'll look up more Norm McDonald's moth joke. Don't do the first one. Go down to the, the one at the bottom. Ah! Sorry. Got an alarm in the cool. middle of the show. I've got alarms all over the place. Why? Because I like work a, weird hours. Sounded like some Crash Bandicoot uh, <laughs> soundtrack there. It wasn't. It was, uh, I think that was Cruel Cool Summer. It's a song. Thank you. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get this. While this video is loading, we will slide this over here. Hopefully, there's not an ad. Watch it. Oh, there will. Oh, be. there's gonna be an ad. Guaranteed. Okay, we're back. With nope. Adam no ad. Might not be the same joke because the one I have is from Conan. It's probably the same joke. Yeah. Who knows? Daddy, so what are you doing here? He said, I think I'm a moth. A moth? A moth. He said, What? I think I'm a moth. He said, Well, you have mental problems. You need to go see a psychiatrist. He said, I know. He said, You're in a dentist's office. He said, I know. He said, What are you doing here? Why did you come here? He said, The light was on. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, but Norm tells it in a minute and 20 seconds. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Norm, Norm has a special way of telling jokes. Go down a bit. Oh my god, where is it? I think it was... If, if you go, go Probably click, this click the link. Which no, one? that one's in Spanish, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, the, the link goes right to the Conan bit. While we're waiting for that to load. Let's see how long it takes to load. Oh my goodness. Uh, sorry, well, while we're waiting for that to load, I've got a joke for you. Oh no. Yeah. So there's a lion. I heard this from another podcast, so if somebody knows it, don't worry about it. 
Um, <laughs> there's a lion. No, it stopped him. Right. So there's a lion. He's got a paw stuck in a trap. So he's sitting there stuck with it in the paw in the trap. So he can't get out. And uh, a monkey comes up behind him and sees that he's stuck and has sex with him. And what? then runs off. He's like, he runs off. So later on, the lion gets out of the trap. He's like, where's that damn monkey? I'm going to go kick his butt. Well, he's running all over trying to find this monkey. So the monkey find, hears that he's looking for him. So he ducks into a bar. Don't ask me why there's a bar. He ducks into a bar, hides in the corner, he's like reading a newspaper, holding up a newspaper, reading a newspaper. So uh, lion bust, bursts into the bar. He says, where's that damn monkey? And everybody's looking at him like, what are you talking about? And then the monkey in the corner like, raises his head up behind the paper. He goes, you, have you seen that monkey? He goes, the one that had sex with the lion? And the lion goes, it's in the paper already? <laughs> I've seen that somewhere before. <laughs> All right, so here's Norm MacDonald doing the moth I'm joke mute. on uh, muted. Conan. Unmute the video. On and Conan? Play the video. Oh, Conan, so. yes. There you go. This goes into a podiatrist's office. Right. You are correct. All right. Huh? A moth goes into a podiatrist's office. A moth goes into a podiatrist's office. Right. You are correct. <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's <laughs> office, and uh, the podiatrist's office says, what's the problem? And the moth says, what's the problem? Where do I begin, man? He goes, I go to work for uh, Gregory Olinovich, and uh, all day long I work. <laughs> Honestly, Doc, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know if Gregory Olinovich knows. He only knows that he has power over me, and that seems to bring him happiness. But I don't know. I wake up in a malaise, and I, I walk here and there. He says, Doc, <laughs> sometimes I feel like a spider, even though I'm a moth, <laughs> just barely hanging on to my web with an everlasting fire underneath me. <laughs> I'm not feeling good. And so the, moss, the, the doctor says, Moth, man, you're troubled. But you should be seeing a psychiatrist. Why on earth did you come here? And then the moth said, because the light was on. <laughs> I like Norm's version better. He, he, always, a, he always sounds like he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> But he ends up there. He uh, knows where the end of the sentence is, yes. and he's just wandering his way there. Yes. I, I have I have heard an even longer version. There's like sure a five-minute version what? of this joke. Because they Did you not see the cut? There was a pretty obvious cut there. Because <laughs> right, so, the moth talks about his son and his wife and all this stuff. It's hilarious. So this is Norm MacDonald. I'm going to pull up Norm MacDonald on The View. Have you ever seen this? Yes. <laughs> I you? saw this on Have our you? drive. No, I haven't. So this is the view. Is have you know? Do you know what the view is? No. All right. It's, it's an an a bunch show. of. It's okay. a, yeah. It's still on, but it's, it's uh, still old. It's a bunch of very. <laughs> is it that one? Very left leaning women for ten minutes straight. <laughs> yes. So this one. Yes. Now, Sean, do you know all the shady stuff about the Clintons? Yeah. Great. You need to. <laughs> yes. Oh, look at the commercial. And uh, one of the people, one of the ladies, they're like friends with the Clintons. Right? Oh no. Yeah, I'm sure a few of them are. Skip the ad yet? Skip the 
Norm McDonald was a based person. Yes. He was instructed. I can't believe the show is still in the air. <laughs> so, Friday's words are uh, droll, sarcastic, controversial, hilarious. Well, those are some of the words that are used to describe Norm McDonald's character on his sitcom, Norm. But as you will see in this clip, yeah, people sick, huh? may think twice before they use the words smooth or charming. <laughs> Take a look. Hey, 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 Lori. Hey, look, I can see your underwear there. <laughs> You're supposed to see them. Uh, yeah, that's a little desperate, isn't it? <laughs> I'm playing tennis with Shelly. Here it comes out on the show. <laughs> That's the face of I don't give a flying effort. This is a man who knows what he is. Okay, about. Norm, you're Canadian. Yes, I am. So, what do you think of this whole presidential mess? Uh, well, I, I hope that uh, uh, the Democrats don't steal the election from the. Uh, the <laughs> I love the bet. <laughs> and people thought only. Stolen elections happen only in 2020. <laughs> no. I hope the Democrats don't steal the election from the winner. Oh, he's already oh, great. Good man, decent. You know, none of this. He's, you know, he's not a liar, or a crook, murderer, or anything like that. So. Just call the president a liar. Liar, good quickly. to get the. See, I, I don't. I think we should get the homicide out of the White House. <laughs> that should not be a controversial thing to say. No, it no, should. it's not. Like a, a, a fresh start, because we don't want any more murderers. I think we should just murderers. go on to the next question. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Clinton, he murdered. <laughs> Just in case you weren't sure what I said about getting murders out of the White House, Clinton. <laughs> she, she like lined up a softball pitch. Like, who are the murderers? <laughs> Just in case you weren't sure who just he was in case. talking about. That's a little too far. Let's just go on to the next one. Yeah. This is not my week. What can I tell you? Oh, it's not mine either, and I'm being very nice, okay? Be a good boy. Now, Norm. Do you never hear that? No. Listen, we don't need to talk about this. I don't want to get into this, and I don't want to hear it, and this is not the place to make those accusations. And you're supposed to be funny. Let's get on to I think he's hilarious. He's funny. The audience agrees with him. You have been properly chastised by Barbara. Oh, so I'm not going to ask the next question. I thought it was a matter of record. Shut no. up. <laughs> <laughs> does not let go. He does not care. I'll tell you what's a matter of record. You will not be invited back if you don't shut up. All right, now. Let's talk football. All right, man, manslaughter. Have you seen this part? Out. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um. Hello? Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, the thing is this. 
There, uh, you know Matt Strauss? Yeah, the producer. The producer. He told me it would be funny. He said, like, why don't you carry a cell phone on and then let it ring and then have, pretend... <laughs> so the producer of the show, Ellie, before he goes out, says, here, take this phone and we'll ring it. We'll do a little bit. <laughs> He's just like, the producer said to answer the phone would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the... Other than wanting to get the murderers out of the White House. Which, again, should not be a controversial statement. Hot take. It's a hot yeah, take. hot take. Hot Let's take. get the crime out of the political Unpopular office. opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or McDonald's. Look, I will go over here before I go back over there. I can't see you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> So, all right, that was that was Bud Light. Bud Light gone. <laughs> Bud Light got us to uh, Bud Light Norman gone Donald. existed. All right, so that was Sean's. Mm-hmm. That was Sean's top. Cool. Uh, it took us a minute. It took us a minute. Yes. Uh, let's look at uh, well, we want to talk about Hawaii being on fire. I, I really want to look at the robot security. Guard. Okay, let's look at because <laughs> I I saw the pictures. <laughs> I don't know that <coughs> I actually really. Oh man. Okay, so yes, I looked at this a little bit. There's a shopping center in Ohio. <laughs> yes, because Ohio needs something that deployed <laughs> a 400 pound robot security guard. Yes. Okay. He's our secret agent man, said Stacy Schmidt, vice I love president the name. of marketing. Uh, that's, I don't even think that's the right robot, because that's talking about a robot barista. Um, if you scroll that's, down, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. The, that's Sam, the AI-powered robot. Let's put this picture up here so everybody can see who we're talking about. He is... This is Sam. He, he moves at a speed of two to three miles per hour. <laughs> He has thermal imaging, well, uh, and he has a button. That how shopper... fast can a person run? How... Well, I mean, Usain Bolt can run really fast. Well, like, what's I mean, the average person, though? Average? A 53-year-old, 195-pound man. <laughs> uh, the average human can run uh, anywhere from 6 to 8 miles an hour. Okay. So, so this this guy's already, Sam's already off to a great speed. You're tripling the robot's speed. Right off the bat. But he has a button that you can push to be connected with the mall security team. Not if you're running away. He is not <laughs> intended to replace people in security positions. <laughs> it was a bit off-putting, one shopper told us. I think I was just like, okay, what is this? Our so priority, um, Our priority has always been to provide a safe and secure environment for everyone who visits our center, and the Nightscope robot will play a crucial role in enhancing our existing security measures. I feel like Nightscope needs like a like a number behind, like Nightscope 2000. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 Night Rider, like you know, Kit 2000. Yeah, call it Kit. Um, all I want to say is that so far this is dashing my hopes of getting a RoboCop. 
I mean, this this guy looks like just a walking like. It looks like something from uh, Doc, uh, Doctor Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, looks, it looks like, like a Doctor Who. It robot. looks like an autistic. Like, one of the things about it is that if, if we're out and about on the weekend, or we're at a baseball game, we're out and about, and you get the notification that, that the doorbell rang. Probably an ad. You can tell somebody to leave a package at the yeah. door. You don't even have to indicate that you're not home. You can just say, you know, close "I'm tight. tied up right now. I can't get, get to the door. Feel free to leave it." That's the robot security guard who is definitely not doing anything for anyone anytime no. soon. It's basically a rolling kiosk. It's basically like said, there's a button you can push. Yeah, he's basically just a camera. It's a speakerphone. He's a mobile camera and phone, yeah. and help desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just there for you to call for someone to actually help. Yes, not exactly, like you said, not exactly the AI we were looking. Not RoboCop. It's not the AI you were looking for. It's the AI you need. It's not even that. <laughs> it is literally just a moving, like, security camera. Yeah. Which is, yeah. It's uh, like the Robo vacuum cleaner thing. Yeah. It's not really. The iRobot. It's not uh, really a robot. Well, I mean, it's a robot. Yeah, but not robot how we like to think of robots. With arms and legs. True. And... I think if they gave Sam some, some big arms... Even if they didn't do anything, they just moved. It'd be a lot better. <laughs> oh, just like like big, like stupid looking arms that just yeah. did this constantly. <laughs> I, we had, we were at. Uh, oh, you were with us in Vegas. Yes, yes. The what was the Brazilian steakhouse? Brazilian steakhouse. It was. Uh, they had a robot server, which all well, they didn't have him serving. They had it bringing people to their table. So was, he was adorable. He was adorable, but he would come over and like stop at the table, and people were like not sure. Like, okay, and then they they finally sit down, and then they like the robot would just sit there awkwardly, like they're like, how do I make it go away? The, the robot, I believe it asked for a tip. <laughs> I don't think it asked for. I, it waited like a certain. I don't know. It seemed like forever, but I'm sure it was only like maybe thirty seconds or whatever. But, I don't even think. It was but that I think long. there was a thing on a screen you could have pushed to skip the wait. For oh, him yeah. to go, but but everybody was just like, "Is he gonna leave?" <laughs> but also like, like, and he had like eyeballs. We're just looking. Yeah, he had a little or face. circle and, lights. And he had that. a well, no, he had a little he had a little face on the screen. Yeah, it was like um, LED. Circle. And he had like shelves on him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can bring out drinks or mm -hmm. or food, I guess. He was adorable, adorable <laughs> little robot. And he had he had like brake lights. Yeah, yeah he, had, <laughs> he had turn signals. <laughs> turn signals. So you knew where he's going. Oh, that, that was, was hilarious. Cute. Very cute. Uh, right. <sighs> That's that. Uh, well, we could talk about Hawaii on fire, but I don't think there's a whole lot there. I mean, Hawaii is on fire. It's well, Maui, not whole. Yeah, one of the islands, not all of them. Uh, it's terrible, obviously. I mean, ninety-three dead. Ninety-three dead now. Did they say how the fire started? Do they know? Um, let me see if I can find that out. I do know it's the deadliest wildfire in more than a century. Well, anywhere or just like in, in the U.S.? Really? The deadliest United States wildfire in more than a century. What about like three or four years ago when like all of California was on fire? I they I guess they didn't have as many deaths. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. 
uh, Hawaii governor said that hundreds of people are still unaccounted for. Okay. Uh, in the in the short term, it will be heartbreaking. In the long term, people are going to need mental health care services. In very long term, we will rebuild. Two of the victims have been identified so far. Forty-five hundred displaced people need shelter. The damage is estimated to be about six billion dollars so far. That's a lot. They are still working on extinguishing the flames. They're still not out. I feel like, as of Friday night, the fire had been eighty-five percent contained. Well, it's on an island. It's a hundred percent contained. It's. <laughs> And I feel like there's a there's an infrastructure problem there. If you're surrounded by water, <laughs> then you can't put a fire out. Estimated to have burned over 2,000 acres, 2,200 structures, and about 86% of those buildings were residential. Yeah, that was... Usually, you see wildfires. Cause I saw some pictures and videos. Usually, when you see videos of wildfires, it's in the woods. It's a... It's forest on fire mm -hmm. like that was like a city like the city was on fire it's pretty wild that's not not what you're used to seeing uh m-a-u-i About a thousand people are missing. Maui County Police Chief John Pelletier estimated on Thursday about a thousand people are missing, though he cautioned that honestly, we don't know. Well, yeah, that's a highly fluid situation. It's hard to. Uh, and the the previous the previous wildfire. Uh, 85 people were killed in a 2018 campfire in Northern California. Mm -hmm. um, there was a fire that raged through Northern Minnesota in 1918 that killed hundreds. Well, then how is this the most deadly? The deadliest? There's still a thousand people missing. Well, we only have this like, fire has the potential to have killed have a thousand people. Away. That's another thing. Wouldn't you just jump in the water? I don't think the, this part of Maui was anywhere near the water. Pretty sure it was. Oh, there's literally water in the picture here. <laughs> but, like, this spread across multiple things. Let's see. Well, here's, yeah, here's a picture, an aerial view of the fires. And they were mostly along. This one wasn't. Yeah, there was, like, three separate fires. But these over here were along the coast, which is, these are the cities, I'm sure. I don't know yeah. what that is. I think that's where the fire is now. It says active fire, but I don't know when this picture was. But yeah. But I, I heard stories of people jumping in the water. Like, which makes sense. But there's still, you know, 
thousand people missing. Yeah, you're all swimming. <laughs> you would think they would sell by now. So Hawaii is currently burning. Well, a lot of yeah, things. it's not really burning anymore. Yes, Hawaii was burning. They don't know what started it. I could not see anything about that. Said there was like three fires that started, and then one of them just took over. Well, there's conspiracy on that too. So. Of course there is. Lasers or something. Oh yeah, we're we're shooting Hawaii with lasers from our star Starlink satellites. Yeah. Was well, that was the started the Canada fires too? Uh, Canada was attacking us. Smoke. They're trying to smoke. They're attacking us like we do a wasp nest. Smoke it out. <laughs> Go to New York and get the Breaking Bad Mexico filter on you. <laughs> USA Today. How did the Maui fire start? What we know about humans making disasters worse. <laughs> Technically, if we weren't here the disasters really wouldn't be that bad because there'd be no casualties. Right. And, like, wildfires, wildfires have, you know, they've always been a thing since before people. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you have a storm, lightning hits, stuff goes on fire. It's only it's only bad because there's people here. Yeah. If there weren't people here, it would just, it's just a wildfire. Uh... Fifty-five. They're behind. Yeah, an old story. This was updated ago. Nice. <laughs> uh, How did the fire start? Have not been determined. However, National Weather Service issued warnings for the Hawaiian Islands for high winds and dry weather conditions, right for wildfires. So possibly a campfire. Possibly. When they shouldn't have been. Of course. 85% of wildfires are caused by humans. I feel like the ones started by humans are never that bad. Well, I think a lot of, well, a lot of more. Like, if people have fires, if they're camping or or in their backyard, they have fires when, when there's a fire restriction. That's not usually. So, Maui's on fire. That's not a good thing. Well, pretty much out now. A lot of people died. That's not a good thing. Obviously. We don't even know how many people died for sure yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they find those people and they are injured and not dead. Hot take. Not good. Hot take? Uh, uh, uh. Damn. Hopefully, hopefully <clears throat> they can just be casualties instead of fatalities. Speaking of hot, Oh, no. Yeah, what is this? This has been on here for, like, three weeks now. <laughs> what is this? This is, uh... So, a man dressed as Darth Vader ran a mile in Death Valley's lethal heat. His advice to others, don't. Wasn't going to! <laughs> I don't know why there's a picture of guns. I'm getting, a, I'm getting a video of guns. It's an Air Force video. So a man dressed as Darth Vader ran a mile in full pelt at full pelt full speed? 
in California's Death Valley on Sunday, undertaking an eccentric annual tradition in some of the hottest temperatures on the planet right now. He has done this for the last 13 years. <laughs> Why? Because he calls it the Darth Valley <laughs> Challenge. New Mexico-based John Rice, 52, hey, I'm 52, has done this for the last 13 years, sprinting a mile in what he calls the Death Valley Challenge. Temperature soared to 128. I couldn't sprint. <laughs> Temperature soared to 128 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, this is around the time we were in Vegas, yeah. and it was 115 plus. This was not as hot as some of his previous runs. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but any heat is tough when you're trying to breathe through a plastic mask <laughs> with some poorly drilled air holes. So, walking after that. Was it a good Vader mask or like the cheap dollar store version? Let me look at it. Oh, he's wearing like a Walmart Halloween costume oh, that's looking awful. thing. I feel like it'd be better to have one of the good ones. Oh, yeah, They're for more sure. Breathable. Yeah. That that looks like the same one that uh, that we used to have. Mhm. Except that... that one actually had a it had the the control panel was yeah. part of the helmet. Yeah. And that's part of the shirt. At least he's wearing proper shoes. <laughs> like he's wearing <laughs> gloves. What do you need gloves on for? I think those are part of the costume. He's got to complete the fit. Hey, well, he's got a watch. He's got his Fitbit on. At least he's getting he's getting <laughs> he's, he's getting points. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got his uh his phone there. I was gonna say his iPod, but people don't use iPods anymore. Do people them. use I iPods? Have, they still make them. No. I have trained for years in the sauna to acclimate to these temperatures. <laughs> <laughs> Although the run itself is supposed to be fun and whimsical, dropping dead in the desert isn't. No, it's not. I would not do this if I was not properly trained, had an escape plan, <laughs> and knew how to recognize and counter heat stroke. What's your escape plan? Take off the costume? <laughs> he might have someone like at the beginning or end of it, who just are, I should hope he's ready. not by himself. I, you would hope. Yeah. Some people collect porcelain kittens. I run through Death Valley dressed up as Darth Vader every year. <laughs> <laughs> Rice had taken on the annual hot run for several years before remembering that Star Wars was filmed there. Now he wears a balaclava, thermal underwear, and a compression shirt all underneath the costume. So the Vader was just an afterthought. Yes. He's been doing the Death Valley run. And then he was like, wait, Star Wars is filmed here. I was coughing for hours afterwards. <laughs> the human body is not designed to do this. I'm 52. I'm well aware of this. Like I said, I couldn't sprint 50 feet, let alone a mile. I don't like to sprint. All right, let's see. So that's, that's another hot story. Vader. We're just clearing stories off our list. So we have we have to add new stories to the list. Uh, all right, next story. I already did my story. Uh, we say we're only doing one. What? Let's see. What? Got somewhere to be? Not here. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
I want to I want to look at this the, the predictions. All right. This is uh this is some this is a fun story. Yeah, did you did you look at this one? Uh we watched it. You know, we like a couple... month ago. Yeah. Okay. So this is uh predictions of what predictions of technology back in 1993. Yeah, from way back in the day. Is this it? Yeah, it's a, it's a Facebook reel. Did I pause this? I think you just did. I think I just did. All right. Oh, am I on the right? Yeah. Right, so this was a, You'll have a to Facebook reel, I guess. And this was 1993. Uh, kind of predictions about technology in the Internet. Online network called Internet. What do President Clinton, conservative, called Internet? Internet. <laughs> Just not the Internet. Net, it's not, not the Internet. Not Internet. The Internet. Radio personality Rush Limbaugh and rock star Billy Idol have in common. They all Wait, have. I know this. <laughs> yeah. What? They all have electronic <laughs> mail addresses on computer systems. I was trying to come up with something funny, but I couldn't think of it. They've Which. all committed some kind of crime. <laughs> I'm sure they have. <laughs> I love the way there was a radio show I used to listen to years ago out of New York City. I was, it was Ron and Fez, and they would do a segment called it would, it was, uh, where they could go read email. And this is back in the like nineties, so it was like email was very new. Yeah. And, uh, it was actually it was like late nineties though. But but they were playing uh, like a a clip before they go read their email, and, they, and it would be like, uh, now we're going to read some email. And they, the thing would be like, uh, email mail sent electronically. Cup <laughs> <laughs> that permits computers to exchange information. In 1981, only 213 computers were hooked to the Internet. As the new year begins, an estimated 2.5 million computers will be on the network, serving as many as 20 million people. I, I just want everyone to know real quick, as of 2018, bring... 22 billion computers. <laughs> Sorry, no, I wanna devices. Know, I want to know how those 2 million were serving 20 million people. <laughs> Don't you remember having the family computer? Yeah, but not 10 people per computer. Bring us telephones, TV, and computers. Are... Look at those computers. That's <laughs> state-of-the-art back in the 90s. Oh, we used to have one of those. I remember that. My thing. first computer I, was one of those. I doubt you have real memories of that. Merging. Five years from now, we're I not going to have distinct cable and telephone industries. All right. First prediction. Five years from now, you're not going to have distinct cable and television Telephone. telephone industries. Um, I beg to differ. <laughs> We're gonna think we have a lot more. Well, we still have cable. Mm -hmm. um, it's still distinct from, tele from telephone. Telephone has changed because now it's all this. Yeah, and now it's if you have a landline, it is through your cable company usually. Right. Yeah. I don't. I'm. Well, I guess there's still landlines. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a. Dis it's not a For separation businesses. from a cable. Company. Right. Yeah. It's the same company, and it's if you want a landline, they'll hook it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Very so, few people. So that is, he was actually correct on that. Yeah. Well, no, he uh, said there so wouldn't be. He was wrong, but he also had no way of knowing yeah. that we would have, you know, 
this is the future of bag phones. Yeah. We had no clue back then that the, that the government would be able to track us through our phones. I remember my high school teachers telling us that we wouldn't always have a calculator in our pocket. <laughs> yeah. Why do I need to memorize these, uh, this uh, equation? I was told that in like my freshman year of high school. Yeah, which yeah. was even more crazy <laughs> considering that was after I graduated and there was definitely calculator in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was you we had to buy scientific calculator for one of your math classes even though you had it on your like your phone was No, my phone could not scientific no. calculate. Well, they can now. They can now, yeah. but at that time there's going to be one industry and there'll be companies carrying bits, little pieces of information from point A to point B. Oh, now we have ISPs. Or kilobits. Or megabits. I hate so, bits. You know, what the, you know your download and upload speed is measured in bits instead of bytes? Because mm-hmm. a bit looks bigger. Because you go from bit to byte, you have to like divide by eight. So bits are bigger than bytes? Or just or, oh I'm god, I can never remember. Okay, hold on. Bits. I thought bytes were bigger than bytes. Bits. So, one bit is an eighth of a byte. So bytes are bigger. Bytes are bigger. Eight times right. bigger. Bits are smaller, so they the number looks bigger. Oh okay, yeah. And that's that's why. <laughs> so like, if we do like a thousand kb, that's bits. That's kilobits. Okay, that's weird. Uh, actually, it depends if the b is capital or not. Right. If it's lowercase, it's bits. Um, if it's up, it's so right. if you have a thousand KB and it's a lowercase b, you need to divide that by eight to get your your actual speed that you can make sense of. Gotcha. It's evil. Promotional video put out five years ago by Apple Computer envisioned people talking to computer terminals and to one another through video phone links by the year 2010. FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of people were using that kind of stuff in 2010. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, the iPhone came out in 2009. I'm pretty sure it was around 2009. So I mean, I don't think FaceTime was a big thing yet. Oh no, I don't want the iPhone 15. iPhone one. <laughs> Uh, let's see. It was first announced in 2007. I'm pretty sure it was 2009. The first iPhone. When were you released? 2007. June 20, 2007. Okay. 2007. So, I mean, there wasn't a lot of video no. chatting going on. And even now, I mean, people do it, but not. I would much rather... However, FaceTime's initial release date is in 2010. There you go. <laughs> so, you know. About it. three years after the iPhone. But I wouldn't, Same month say, I wouldn't say wide usage. No. Especially no. back then. iPhones were not... Everybody didn't have an iPhone back then. No. Um, also, it was only Wi-Fi for the first two years. It wasn't until 2012 that you could FaceTime using your data. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big thing. Data was uh, streaming data was not a big thing back then. Um, well, it was expensive. But even even now, I don't think video. Well, I mean, people still use FaceTime a lot. They do, but they're always weird. 
<laughs> yes, I agree with that. FaceTime is used by weird people. But... I, but that's also, I don't like talking to people. So, I mean, yeah, I would much rather text than even have a phone conversation, let alone actually look at somebody. Yeah. I, God, I, I hate people who are, like, <laughs> who are like texting. It's so unprofessional. It's like, why? I'm giving you a message. I'm letting you know the information. <laughs> why do you care if you hear my voice or not? Yeah. So, uh, so he wasn't far off of that. But, I mean, I don't think he made it sound like everybody would be. And I don't well, he said wide usage by 2010. Yeah. No, yeah. So, he was a little early on that. A little early. Hi, Mike. What's up? It's also, I want, I want a desk computer like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, we weren't, we're not a video chatting on TV. <laughs> Wait, I think we can now. Probably if you I have think an there, Apple TV. I think there are certain smart TVs that you can probably do that. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. In Cerritos, California, video phone service is part of an experiment started by General Telephone and the local cable company. General there Telephone are also interactive TV no. channels where people order movies on demand instead of driving to the local video store. Netflix. Netflix. Yes, he predicted Netflix. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold High on, schoolers hold on. can get. And he also predicted the demise of Blockbuster. Okay, so Netflix started streaming in 2007. But they were also, they would mail you videos. Yes, yeah, that's why I looked up when they started yeah. streaming. Because um, they were they were doing the discs before that. Right. But they, they well, even after they started streaming, they still did the discs. Yes, like, I, they think they, I think that, they. I think they last still, year. Do they still do the discs? No, they no, just they continued it a, a couple years ago. Like Darn. recently, though. Is GameFly still in business? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> what are they? Is Gamefly Steam? <laughs> no, Gamefly is <clears throat> excuse me. There were the Netflix for video games. I know. Because you would saying, you Steam. would pay your like your your you know your subscription fee and or whatever. A, yeah. You and you'd get a game disc. that you could keep for a while. Yeah. I don't think there was a time limit. I don't on think it. so either. There was uh you just don't get your next one until you yeah. send and, that one. And in. I know because we actually bought a few games from there. <laughs> we bought Lego Star Wars through Gamefly. <laughs> yes, I think that. what happened is they like send you a case or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've already got the disc. Here's the rest of it. Yeah, oh that was God, weird. I'm surprised. That's a dangerous business to keep out right now, like for any kind of disc-based system, because those would be so easy for people to copy. Oh yeah, but I mean they're doing Are they like really still in business. Yeah, yeah. Is it? They're ha they have Switch games. But is it like a streaming thing though? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, they also have movies now. They have movies. They you can buy consoles from them. Thing. So still if I no, go, still no late fees. Yeah, no late fees. <laughs> so if I go to the Switch and I click on these, do you stream or do you send me a disc? Let's see. It's really hard to tell. Keep going, and I will look into this. All right. Practice questions for the Scholastic Aptitude Test. Because that's what we're using the internet for, for high schoolers to practice questions <laughs> for the AP test. These new services add about $10. Tonight, the information $10? super high. $10. Add about $10 to what? Uh, yeah, they I add $10. You, I can guarantee you it costs more than $10. Oh, my God. Yeah, they still ship games. 
<laughs> okay, so how much is the subscription? Uh, let's see, one rental at a time, seven dollars a month. Sorry, about eleven dollars a month. Um, oh, these are standard, or that's the elite. Ooh. That gives the you unlimited game and movie rentals. You don't have. This is so confusing. If you want a standard, standard one rental at a time, it is twenty dollars a month. What's the eleven fifty? Uh, you get a discount for the first three months. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the so it's seventeen ninety five. After that, somehow it costs more. Oh, budget one rental at a time is eleven. You get nothing. You just get your game and your rentals. You don't get any of their other their special things. What other special things are there? Uh, they have something called Game Lock. I don't know what that is. I click on the plan features. Nope. Um, you get new. So the first thirty days, something comes out. It's right locked for only their elite, I guess. Um, you can get 4K Ultra HD rentals, I Ooh. guess, for movies. Uh, you get reward coupons and early sale access. Uh, their elite two rentals at a time plan is about $33 a month. I still can't believe they so ship It's snail mail Steam. Yes. <laughs> With a little Netflix sort of. It's, it's games as a service, <laughs> which is awful, by the way. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like I really. Oh, that's you can get movies only, <laughs> Blu-ray and DVD. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! That behind. Woo! <laughs> uh, that's funny though. I'm surprised that they even still support consoles and stuff that use discs because those are so easy for people to pirate. Yeah. That's... Like the Switch? How do you make? Yeah, how are they making money? I don't. Know. I mean, they can't possibly have a lot of subscribers. I mean, I think they're just making money off of people's goodwill. Like, I think they're just laundering money. <laughs> well, they also, you know, they sell consoles and controllers. Let's see what their controller prices are. Maybe they have cheap controllers. <laughs> oh yes, they have everyone's <laughs> favorite third-party aftermarket controllers. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah okay that's funny this is they have basically become GameStop but with no physical store okay uh yeah I can see that and you can rent right for probably about the same price as buying things used yeah overall um and you can get you know Switch games those you can't really copy because those are little cartridges Ooh, yeah I am just shocked that they still say they... Who knew? Gamefly still alive. How? Blockbuster, not. I think, is there still that one, that one Blockbuster? Can uh, I buy an arcade machine from the guest? Well, we can go to Best Buy and buy an arcade machine. <laughs> yeah. And it's a full one, not just a tabletop. Oh, yeah, they could buy Street Fighter 2 for $50. <laughs> That's sad. It's sad. Okay, they do not do PC games. Well, no. Why? Yeah. <laughs> they they have they have PSP. <laughs> they have what? original Xbox, PS2. Game Boy Game Advance, Boy? the Nintendo PS DS. Vita? Yeah, that's the PSP two. Living the Vita loca. Yeah, Vita means life. 
the Wii. Man, okay, so if you want a game for a platform that no one <laughs> cares about anymore, well, yeah, you go to GameCube. they still got these old games. they got to use They've them. They've got all these discs. <laughs> what are we going to do with them? The GameCube, is that still a thing? I have one, but I really <laughs> like the games on it, so I'm a weird case. What's GBA? Game, game Boy, Boy Advance. Advance. Oh. The, not the DS with the touchscreen. Game Boy Advance. That's the one that the guy at work tried to sell me. No, that was a regular Game oh. Boy. That was somehow older than this. <laughs> so, the revenue in 2022. How are they making 17 million dollars? Million. Money laundering. <laughs> <laughs> 17 million. Mm-hmm. That was their peak revenue in 2022. Gameplay has 70 revenue. employees. They have <laughs> what? <laughs> they could pay their employees half a million dollars each. Revenue per employee is about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! <laughs> so you know what? If you they have a company, pro- you know what? If you have a company Kudos like this, to Game GameFly, you have no brick and mortar. You just sell as many pre-owned old things as you can and keep only 70 people on your payroll. Oh my gosh, it's a cash cow. Uh, yeah, you know what? Good on them. <laughs> they they stick to their guns. <laughs> they didn't change their business model no. a whole lot. They're still sending you They're discs. Like Redbox at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I think it is incredibly stupid to send people discs. I can't but if it's working... If they're paying you. If it's I mean, working, if they copy. Who cares if they're paying you? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Who is using them for Xbox originals? Who's using for PSP movies? <laughs> Obviously, somewhat. <laughs> they have they have three games for Xbox original. <laughs> wow. How many how many Game Boy Advance games do they have? Oh, they're done. They, none. <laughs> I feel like they should have them all because if you order something they don't have, they can just run out and buy it. <laughs> you know, no, they can't. Where are you going to buy a Game Boy Advance game? The only on place a... you could is GameStop. No, on eBay. Uh, eBay. That's true. <laughs> but because eBay. you can buy games from them, and they probably, you know, they have seventy employees. They probably just have one warehouse somewhere full of these games. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm sure it's just you know they will just run out of games sometimes. <laughs> Check back in a year. Maybe they'll have another Game Boy game. <laughs> Props to Gamefly. I, you know what? Power yeah, hey, to they're them. making money. They're making a lot of money per employee. I mean, I hope their employees are getting paid. I well. bet you they are all very. I bet they've worked there forever. I yeah. Oh, and yeah. They're making Boku bucks. That when those seventy people all retire at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now I want to work for Gamefly. They won't hire you. They can't afford a 71st employee. <laughs> Listen, they're making $17 million. Yeah, and they want to keep their $240,000 each. <laughs> I'm sure they don't have that many operating costs. They keep up the where website, they, they keep where, the lights where, on. Where are they based out of? Gamefly, where are they based out of? Anybody looking for a job? I feel like... Uh, Gamefly, Gamefly is headquartered in California. Angeles. Well, of course they are. So they're not making all that money. They're paying most of that in and, taxes. And the games from them are shipped from Pennsylvania. Okay. So they have a warehouse. So half of their employees are in Pennsylvania. Oh, they have two shipping centers: Pennsylvania and Los Angeles. Okay. 
Okay, so yeah, so they have two warehouses. They've got 35 people in one warehouse and 35 people in the other <laughs> warehouse. Now, they did have a streaming service, but they shut that down in 2018. They didn't want to compete with Netflix. <laughs> and streaming video games is theme. Let's look not at... Let's well, look at how the Google Stadia went to see how... Not streaming games, but like a Steam service where you could download it. I mean, that's... Well, yeah, but that's... You're, you're buying your copy of the game. Yeah. But I, I could see that working. But if they, were, if they were streaming games, again, look at the Google Stadia really, or how well that works. If, you're, if, you, if you have a, stream, a similar to Steam setup with a rental option, that's doable, too. That would also be real. It's really because dangerous. the way Steam puts games on your computer, it could also take them away. Like if your subscription, like if you don't pay your subscription, it cannot get rid of the files without it could without lock, it could lock so access. It can lock access, can. but if someone is going to try to pirate a game, they well, will have ways. Well, to there's get always around a way. It. I mean, that's, that's that is why you can't build a business based on what if someone. True, that is true, but building a rental service for computer gaming is just really, it's just a dangerous thing to do, more so than anything else. I don't know about dangerous, but... Well, I mean, like, because, like I said, was talking about, you could take, you know, a PlayStation disc and copy things yeah. from it. It's hard. It's really hard, because they're encrypted in, like, 87 different ways. Yeah. Like, they're not... They're not CDs, they're Blu-rays or some other third thing. Right. But for a computer, like, it puts all the files there. So if it's not a streaming service... Yeah, but there's plenty of ways to lock that down. Like, like Spotify, you download a song on Spotify, you can't play it anywhere else but Spotify. Yeah, so it files doesn't, on your it doesn't your download as an computer, MP3. But it's, yeah, it's locked down. Same Steam, thing with Netflix. A lot of Same thing with Netflix. You can yeah, download, you can download a video on Netflix, but you can't watch the video without Netflix. A lot of Steam games, what they do is just it requires you to be logged in. Right. So, like, even if you log out of Steam and you go to the executable. The key, the key and the key is provided from Steam app. Well, what they'll do is that if you try to launch the game, it will just launch Steam. Right. And it will make sure that you all, you have the game, that the, the key is attributed to your account. Right. The license. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think it would be but that. But there are some games that... Like, you can just go to the file and play it. Right. And it doesn't even require Steam. Right. Once it's on your computer, But I'm saying it's, it's possible. It's po I know there are some games you do that, but there are a lot a lot of games that don't do that. Like you said, it opens Steam up yeah. and accesses the key. So, I mean, it's it would be possible. I mean, not foolproof, obviously. Nothing's foolproof. But, I mean, it would be possible to do, like, a rental-type service with video games on a, on a PC where it would be able to lock it down if you're not if you don't pay. I just I just think or out of even if even if it's if it just locked it down or removed the key or something like that, I don't think that's outlandish to think that that's possible. I think in terms of just demographics, people who are playing games on their computer, they don't want to rent it. True. I mean, that's my that's my experience. If I'm going to rent a game on a console, you know, I'll do that, but renting a game on my computer, like, I don't know, I just, I want to own it. Even though, technically, I don't own any of my games on Steam. I have a copy of their license, which 
be revoked at any time. Right. Which is the dangers of anything that you buy digitally. The game say, is hiring, by the way. They're hiring? <laughs> LinkedIn, Monster, Craigslist, and Job Track. <laughs> I didn't take a look at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a big thing. Is That's a question that... Yeah. Like, what happens if Steam... God forbid Valve being, you know, well, like you said, a the, monopoly. Some of the games, like you said, that are independent of Steam, you'd be fine. But yeah, the ones where you get the key through Steam, you're going to have issues. Yeah, like what what happens if just all of a sudden Valve runs out of money, Steam servers offline, all of a sudden, you know, the 300 games that I have attributed to my account, <laughs> I can't access. Yeah, that's that scary. Is, it's scary, but also... Valve has a lot of money. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. There's no threat of Valve for it. I think they're based out of like what? They're based out of like St. Louis or something. Seattle. They're based out of Seattle. They're not paying a whole <laughs> lot of taxes. They're not a California company. No, they're not. Like, they know what they're doing. They don't even make that much. They just work on Steam. <laughs> like they they have their they games. Make the game. They they make their VR headset. They made one game for right. it. They made their they're Steam a deck. One. Uh, yeah, of course they are. <laughs> they made their Steam Deck, which is a fantastic piece of hardware. Yeah. Just a yeah, little so computer in the palm of your hand. Last year, thing. Valve generated around $13 billion in total revenue. Gamefly only made $17 million last year. That's at its peak. They only have 70 employees. <laughs> Valve probably has a few more. <laughs> you kidding? Valve probably has three employees. <laughs> yeah, how many employees does Valve have? I'm looking at that now. And they have 360. <laughs> <laughs> they have one employee in the office each day of the year. But at, at how much money do they make? Uh, billion? Thir- 13 billion. 13 billion? That was the total revenue. That's still last more year. per employee than mm-hmm. in Gamefly. So. <sighs> all right. And I don't think yeah, that is hiring at all. So. <laughs> well, they're not hiring the type of job that I could do. No. I don't, I'm not good at developing hardware. I can answer the phone. I can answer. Yeah, I'll be a secretary. I'll be. I'll be Gabe Newell's secretary. Gabe, reach out. Um, I'll move he to Seattle. He actually does still answer emails too. Of course he does. <laughs> um, yeah, Valve has kind of almost shifted to a a. Uh, a store. No, no. I. They've been making hardware. You know, they've been making. What's the word? Hardware. No, 